Hello, this is Victor Nyauchi listening to Clubhouse and Podcast. Not that cricket. It does not mean that we're not going to talk about any other cricket that's happening across Zimbabwe, but a lot of focus is going to be on the qualifier. And uh, Stan Chorza, what's up? How are you doing, Larry? <laughs> I'm good. Such an exciting times ahead. It's like 39 days until the qualifier. Um, and uh, today we're going to talk about the teams that have qualified. We're just going to do a quick rundown. We're going to talk about women's cricket that's been happening. The women's final was on just this past weekend, and the Pakistan a, a the Pakistan Shaheens, as they called, uh, tour of Zimbabwe. First of all, the big headline for me was Joyla Gumbi getting that century against a very, very good attack in um, in in in, uh, in Kwekwe. It was uh, it was a wicket that really, from the first innings, Zimbabwe should have avoided the follow on and I think they could have gotten a draw there but they did very well to get around 400 in the second innings uh, especially towards the end when Tanaka Jivanga got that 58 a quick 58 of 47 balls and there was also that 48 in the end by Faraz Akram uh, he's 48 or 50 Brendan Mahuta's 41 and 48 but like I say Jordan Gould yeah that, that was a brilliant uh, innings uh, from Jordan which is exactly what an open is expected to do, and it's good to see someone like Jordan could be putting up his hand. He's been around the system for a while, but good to see him coming back strongly considering there was a time when he had actually left the game totally, but to come back this strong, obviously that break possibly would have helped him. He knows what he wants, the hunger is there, he's putting his hand up at a time where Zimbabwe is searching for openers, pretty much in all formats. And uh, I look at it, I remember when um the Zimbabwe head coach, uh, Dave Houghton, was coaching, uh, I think he was coaching Mountaineers. He always used to point towards Joy Lord being a really good player. Now, when you have that and you know that this guy was a coach at the national team, sorry, at, uh, at the uh, provincial level, and now he at the national, at the national team level, how much does it inspire to perform better knowing that he already has confidence in you? Well, it helps because at least there isn't a massive change in, in lines of thoughts. He was your head coach in, in your franchise setup. He's now the head coach in, the, in, an, in an area where you want to progress to. So there's continuation there. And I mean, for someone like Joel, there's always been a potential there. But importantly, the conversion, which is what he has started to do now, which is the important thing in terms of anyone who wants to play for the national team, selectors, coach alike. They're always looking for batsmen who, when they get a start, they convert. And we also saw a little gutsy performance from Tanunu Ramakone getting 57. Their opening partnership in that second innings, the first innings was a bit of, you know, forgettable innings, and 125 off the opening partnership. Mentally, this is a young side, by the way, that, that, that Zimbabwe have chosen for the A side. Mentally, what does that do that these young kids feel they are facing a very strong attack. They, I was very particularly uh, impressed by um, 
a Mehran Mumtaz who took six in the first innings and took five in the in the six in the second innings and five in the in the first innings. So this is a guy who is really talented, but being able to face that, get the shine of the ball, getting 125 for young, relatively young people in as far as international cricket. What does that do mentally for them in terms of their confidence? Well, for starters, kudos to the powers that be in terms of selecting a young side. At the end of the day, the bigger picture is about getting young youngsters to be comfortable with this level. And the only way they can get comfortable with this level is to expose them to the level first. And then obviously the more they play, the more you get comfortable, the more you start to work your game, you see, you get found out obviously sometimes here and there, but every now and then you get an opportunity to prove your game. And this is how the national team is brought up because when you expose them to this kind of quality, then the next step up is a lot, it's a little easier. Not to say it is, it's easy because at the end of the day, it's another step up, but you have a foundation, you're comfortable mentally, you lock stronger, you know, uh, what to expect and what does it help? It also helps you to go and prepare better. So kudos to the powers that be a young A side. I mean, it's been a while since uh, Zimbabwe has selected a squad of this nature. Even now and then we would have seen uh, regular names. But in terms of moving on, the options that are required for, for the national side, there's positions that are needed, there's positions that need to be filled. And looking in the longer picture, in the long uh, frame of mind, it's a good thing that uh, youngsters are being uh, exposed to this high level of uh, quality cricket. One thing that was a worry in the first innings were the dropped catches. And uh, Mills and Schumacher, I think, dropped one in slip, a couple of other catches dropped. These guys, some of the guys went on to make big hundreds, 200 and stuff like that. Uh, is that a worry? Because still that in the uh, matches, even against uh, the touring county sides, a couple of dropped catches. When Zimbabwe played against the Netherlands, it was saying there was cricket fatigue or whatever the case but is that something we should worry about that there should seem to be quite an inordinate amount of drop catches that sometimes they have a, a huge consequence look fielding is pretty much a very important part of the game there's no two ways about it okay but the more obviously as players you do think about it the more mistakes you're bound to make it's a phase that we're going through but it's a phase that we need to overcome quite quickly especially if we're to compete at the highest level so yes to be it is a concern uh, but I like to believe this, it's, it's work in progress. Fielding is one of those aspects where Zimbabwe was, is deemed to, 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 for it to be a natural by virtue of our athleticism. However, we can't get too comfortable by banking on athleticism. At the end of the day, the process has to be complete. You've got to get your technique right. You've got to importantly put in hours. And I know by virtue of trying to put in hours in Zimbabwe right now, um, have listed the likes of uh, like uh, Eric Chaluga, who's looking after the national team with regards to, to fielding is concerned. So there is somebody who's looking after that. And suppose that's where it starts. You've got to put somebody to look after them, that specific aspect. And it's close that somebody is there, obviously, um, by virtue of the loss of uh, the late uh, Shepard Makunura. So Eric Chaluga has been, has, has been doing some good work with the boys. But it's hours and hours. It's, one, it's the one aspect you cannot shy away from. With regards to the game of cricket is concerned, other things can easily come back to you, like you, like your batting, your bowling, but fielding, you've got to be mentally competent to make sure you put in hours outside, uh, outside team practices. You've got to put in hours. You've got to catch balls. So yes, and like we say, we're heading into a very, very important tournament with the likes of uh, uh, 
the qualifiers coming up, the last thing you want is losing a game and knowing we could have won had we taken one of catches. And then, um, before I talk about, because uh, segue nicely, I was going to make it the last point, but uh, I want to talk about DMIs in a bit. That the, how, how does Milton Schumann get out of this rut? Because he doesn't seem to, he, he seems not to get to find runs from anywhere at the moment, and he's been dropped for the, for the, for the second match. But how does he, there's a player that when you look at him, he looks like he is a player, but he just can't seem to find runs from anywhere. Well, it's part of the game, isn't it? There are times when you go through the good phase, you enjoy it, things are going well, everything seems to be happening, and your, your technique is in sync, runs are flowing, and then there's this moments, like you said, for, for Milton Schumer. He doesn't seem to know where his next run is, is going to come from, but it's this moment in time, he just needs to take some time to reflect have a look at this game, but mentally he's got to be strong. Okay, he's got to be strong. Obviously, the good thing about it, he's got a good technical aspect around him. The technical support is there, Stuart Mutsigineri and Davy Alton with its curbs. The support is there. He's got to utilize it, but importantly, he's got to be mentally strong. Have 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 a self analysis of your game. When you were doing well, what is it that you're doing more often than not? And you'll find out more often than not, it's, it's the fact that perhaps you were getting yourself into better positions. You were enjoying your game. But then now, all of a sudden, you're not scoring runs. There's pressure on you. You want to go back to, you want to get back into the national team. There's, there's all this pressure. You put it much in a pressure cooker. So for, for someone like a Milton Schumer, needs to get back to enjoying the game of cricket first. Let not the pressure of selection be your reason why you, you're enjoying the game. But for starters, enjoy the game first. Once you start enjoying the game, everything naturally flows. Remember, how did he get himself selected in the team before? That's where he needs to get yeah. back. Enjoy your game. So remember your naturally. processes. Remember your process. Once you start enjoying the game, everything naturally flows. Dion Myers is playing his 10th match. He averages, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's averaging close to 40 after 10. Well, he's in his 10th first class match. How exciting a prospect that is. Because he, when you see him play, he has everything in place. He chooses the right shots, punishes the bad ball. He tends to, if you look at the number of boundaries that he hits, um, he's, he's not afraid to be brave. And for me, I think there's, there's a player right there, isn't it? And he's got one more year of university. So after this, the, the, when he goes back to, to semester, next year Zimbabwe can look at him and say, this is a player we can start having a look at. I mean, the fact that he's in Zimbabwe A side right now means the national team, you know, the powers that be, as you call them, are looking at him as a player who will be pivotal for Zimbabwe's successes. Well, I've not known Dion for a very long time, but the few opportunities that I've had to work with him during this A side camp is when I had an opportunity to work with him at the Nets, it's how simple he takes things. Mm. Okay, Even when you're throwing a pace with the side arm, he, he has this ability to slow things down. And I think that's what helps him with being comfortable at the wicket, irrespective of who's going. Now, that's a fantastic characteristic to have for a player, and more importantly for a player of his age. That means he can only grow better 
from there. So that's natural talent, and that's not natural. That's natural talent you don't get from many a player. Mm. So for someone like a Dion, obviously yes, he's got to balance his schoolwork, and obviously come back here, still find himself in the setup. He will fall back a little, okay, because of the schoolwork. But it's good to see that the guy just loves cricket, and you can see by the mm. fact that when he comes here, he doesn't look all sorts. That means he's doing something on his own. Kudos to him. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow as a cricketer, you've got to put in hours on your own. Because I look at it exactly what you're saying. You'll come in, have a slow start, but it quickly catches up. And you see even his numbers in um, in what you call it in um, club cricket. And with club cricket, another player was, who seems to be sharing something uh, a fight is Jaden Shalandoff. There's somebody you've worked with. I brought with Jaden uh, for a short, very short while at the Southern Ross, gave him an opportunity. And one thing that I noticed straight on from the, the one opportunity that he, he got, he's a gutsy player. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in a four-day game, those are the sort of people that, uh, that you like. The times are tough. You know there's people that can rally and people who can coast through irrespective of what pressure you're getting. And I'm also been hearing that he's getting runs in the, the domestic uh, Clubs, club tournament, which is good. I mean, at the end of the day, this whole game is about having competition. And you start to have competition like what Chalinov is bringing. It's good for, for the team. It's good for people to put their hands up. And I think it, it will make a really, really uh, entertaining season with regards to, to opportunities and guys putting up their hands come the next domestic season. And it's, been, it's shown, and we've seen that there's been a tendency, especially since Hamilton Masakata has come in as director of cricket, that if you perform a domestic, your chances of being promoted to either the A-side and or the national team are higher. Got guys like Jonathan Campbell, who is now who is, who is being chosen for the second match for the, the A-side, he's been building his game for years. And now the selectors have decided, okay, we've seen something there, we've seen your work. And that, that just makes players feel that if I perform, someone's watching, I'll, I'll get picked. That has always been the case, though, Larry. However, I think the one aspect that a lot of players miss about selection, the way selection is concerned, is the word consistency. I think the selectors have been looking for guys who are consistent mm. in their play, in their methods, in their performances. It's one thing, yes, to have a good season, you get thrown to the A-side, and then you're, you're back. You want guys who learn the process, who go through the hard yards, because once you get to, the, to that next level, it's not easy up there. You've got you've got seasoned cricketers that you're playing against. So at the end of the day, we, the selection system says that they don't want to throw you in too early, but they want to give you an opportunity when they feel you've put in the hard yards and you are ready for it. So majority of these guys, you look at Joyner, you look at uh, Campbell, as you've mentioned, these are seasoned campaigners now for the past perhaps two, three seasons. These are guys who have been putting up their hands and their, their, their commitment to the game is being rewarded. But I mean, there have been aberrations at time. For example, Wesley Mardewere being picked to play test cricket before he even made a debut in first class. And uh, Marumani being picked to play one day cricket before he had a list play debut. So there will be those situations where, I don't know if it's, is it, is it a place where sometimes it, the selectors feel it in their guts that maybe there might some, be something here that might happen? Gut feeling is always there with regards to, to selection. There's talent that you, you, you feel 
it's let's let's give this it's a hunch at the end of the day. Let's give this talent an opportunity way earlier. Okay. And does it mean the selectors are wrong? No. But you see this talent, you feel they not to say they're ready, but perhaps they can progress quicker than the other players. So it's it's a it's a gut feeling, it's a hunch. There's room for that with regards to selection. There's room for that with regards to coaching. So it's it's a, it's it's an interesting aspect with regards to to team selection. But it's open. This is why you've got to approach this game of cricket with an open mind. You don't want to shut yourselves off and be rigid with the line of selection. You've got to leave room for that open thinking. Say, look, we've got a player. He's in form. He looks gutsy. He looks ready. Let's give him an opportunity. And let's see what happens to see what happens. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When I come back, we're talking about the 10 nations that have made it to, well, that are now going to have to play the qualifier in Zimbabwe. Hi, it's Alex Lees here, Durham Cricketer, and you're listening to Clubhouse End Podcast. This is the Clubhouse End Podcast. Larry Cricketer I here with Stan Chorza. Stato, is it called you? Is this statistics? Statistician? <laughs> well, it came up. Well, the person who actually gave me that nickname was uh, Hit Street because when he joined the national team, not about in 2010 as the bowling coach, I was involved with the statistics and analysis. So hence the name Stato. So steering from and then statistics. <laughs> and then just stuck. <laughs> so let's talk about. Um, I'm just going to roll out the names. We haven't gotten the draw yet, so if anyone's wondering which groups and so forth, it was confirmed yesterday after um, there was a washout of the match between uh, Ireland and Bangladesh that these are the countries that will play uh, in the qualifier that is taking place in Harare and Bulawayo, Zimbabwe, Ireland, Nepal, the United Arab Emirates, the United States of America, Scotland, Oman, Netherlands, West Indies, and Sri Lanka. The headlines are already there. Zimbabwe, Ireland, the West Indies, and Sri Lanka. Four member nations having to duke it out for two, two positions. And, you know, the easy thing is to say it's between the four of them. But the, 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 the gap between four member nations and the, and the associates has gotten smaller. And we saw it in the in the T Twenty qualifier, but uh, that was in um, in Malayo last year. Of course, given that it's a longer format, and this is the longest format that these teams get to play, these guys will obviously be the favourites. But it's not that cut and dry, is it? Uh, well, look at it this way: this is not a series. Okay, this is a one one-off game. Once you lose that. There's no saying, oh, we've got another two games, perhaps no, we'll catch up. No, you play each team once and that's it. So it's all about teams bringing their A game on the day. So whoever plays their best cricket on the day has a better chance of winning. So it's not, it's not to say you're a full member or you're an associate. If you don't play well, if you underestimate the underdog or if you come in and you, you, you're too pumped, Things can go pear shaped quite easily. So it's all about making sure you bring your A game on the day, you respect your process, you make sure that you do whatever it is that is necessary to make sure you put yourself in that better position. There is no, yes, obviously, by virtue of full member, yes, you've played more games, you've got more experience, perhaps you've even got a wider pool in terms of selection. The odds are such that they're stacked heavily in favor of you uh, having to qualify, but it's not a given. You have to come and do your job on the day, and that means playing your best game. 
And looking at it, we're going to, in future episodes, we're going to be doing, breaking down the teams and so forth. Obviously, after group, groups come out, then it'll be a bigger, clear, you know, um, it'll be clearer. But my question becomes, when you look at Zimbabwe, do you want to have the West Indies or Sri Lanka in the group stage, or would you rather face them in the Super 6 stage? For Zimbabwe, look, the sooner you face the bigger teams and get them out of the way, the better. Having to wait until then, in the later stages, for me, it's, it's a tricky one because they're also upping their game as the tournament progresses. And I think it's always better to play some of the bigger teams earlier in the, in the tournament when they haven't got their, their feet running, more so with regards to conditions. It's concerns. this is us playing at home, we understand the conditions. Try and hopefully use that to our advantage. So... Play the bigger teams early, but anyway, at the end of the day, the draw is out of our hands. We don't know, but just the answer of whether play the bigger teams early before they get accustomed to the conditions. Because what you don't want is um, final game, like the UAE game that time that happened. The game that we don't want to talk about, and you went involved, so it's a lot more painful for the And people don't even get that. that the, the fans will be like, oh, that was so painful. I'm like, if, actually, if I was in the dressing room, that is just like... Well, it's a, it's a, it's a harsh reality, right? Mm. But uh, but then again, look, it's part and parcel of the game. Yes, hearts are broken. But at the end of the day, I like to believe Zimbabwe came out stronger. We've learned from that. So I like to believe that to the, even the players that were involved in that, the likes of Sikandaraz, Shul Williams... Uh, the captain, uh, Craig Irvin, some of the senior stalwarts who, who participated in their game, are, are actually better cricketers now. Mm. I mean, if you look at the progression of someone like a Sekanda Raza, for example, given an opportunity to relive that or rewind time, definitely there's a lot of things that that we did wrong that will definitely do better now. So perhaps we've got to look at it in a positive way. We've got a much stronger team. We've got players who've, who've grown in stature from such lessons. Using football as as an example, I it re, it just this weekend um, there was uh, the, the As, Arsenal no, last week Arsenal played against it was this weekend Arsenal played against Newcastle and we're told that uh, the Arsenal coach played the video of the moment that Arsenal lost against Newcastle last season and didn't make it to the Champions League and. It was to use pain as a as a way to to inspire. Like you know, a lot of people shy away from pain, but it was kind of a way to say, "Don't look at this. Look at how painful it was." And I guess some someone like Sekanda Raz and a couple of the other players would get up from that. Like I don't want to experience that again. So every time that. You want to, you're going to strive for something. You think of that pain, and there was a match in which the Sikandar Raza played in the IPR, like for the Punjab Kings, and he ran three runs for the final ball. And he was asked after the, uh, the the after the match, says because in Zimbabwe our attitude is that the focus is on winning, and that mentality, I guess is drawn from the pain of losing. Like, losing isn't a great feeling, so you do whatever it takes to win. And then that way, even if you lose, you walk out with, the, with feeling honest that you tried your best, isn't it? Well, basically for me, games will be won 
the games will be lost. But I think the biggest inspiration for a team like Zimbabwe is actually finding themselves in another qualifier. Mm. Okay. The, what happened in that last qualifier 2018, for me, that's the ghost of Christmas past. But finding yourself having to qualify for another World Cup is the biggest inspiration. I doubt there's any way more inspiration you'll need than that. So for, for, for these guys, and also if you look at these guys, they're in the twilight of their, of their ages. They know chances are possibly this is my last chance to, to, to ever represent Zimbabwe in a World Cup. So what other bigger inspiration would you require? Everything that happened in the past happened. It's been relived. It's been forgotten. It's over, done and dusted. The mentality, the, the, the atmosphere in the Zimbabwe changing right now is brilliant. And I don't think a ghost of Christmas past is a memory that they're reliving anymore. So it's brilliant to see how the guys have come up. They're enjoying themselves. You can see it's a unit. They're playing a brand of cricket that, that's been obviously hit by Dave Houghton, who allows guys to express themselves. So it's a fantastic time to be to be part of part and parcel of that. And then you find uh, that many other players are somewhat feeling under pressure to try and get back into this sort of setup is because they're missing this kind of, of vibe and it's a good time to be part of that team. Okay, we'll talk more about that in the coming episodes, of, especially just before the Pakistan Shaheens play as Zimbabwe's left side. Um, give you updates on that on 3mob.com so that you know what's happening with all of it and stuff like that. What I want to go into is women's cricket. Uh, the Eagles did the double with a very young side, um, spearheaded by performances by Kenneth Lobo, who was nominated for ICC Player of the Month, took five wickets in debut in Thailand. I have no... I, I, I'm so excited. 17 years old, this kid can go places that no one has gotten to before. Well, you did speak about... Uh the hunch is the opportunity to be open-minded and put youngsters who have not tested international cricket yet into the, into 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 battleground, doesn't? And there you go. This is how it works. Somebody could have easily said, "No, Kelly is not really. No, let's give her a couple of uh, uh, games at domestic level. Let's see how she progresses." But that is your X factor right there. When you have an X factor, give her an opportunity. And that's exactly what she's done. She's accepted the, the opportunity. She's mentally strong, and she's performing just as the as the coaches and the performers alike are asking of her. She is. She just seems. She just seems hungry to break records. <laughs> she, she just, you look at her. She just and she plays the game in such a simple way. She looks like she's not really. You know, she's, she's not that bothered. But when that ball comes, hits, gone for four. You're like, wow. <laughs> well, the other term you could use, I mean, for a better search of, of a phrase, let youthful exuberance out there. Let it express itself. And mm-hmm. it's a, you know, when you when in any team, you've got to have that good balance of your senior players and your junior players. And responsibility should never be on junior players. Allow junior players to be themselves. And it's a good thing that Kellis is playing the game how she knows best without having to take responsibility in carrying the team. There's other players whose responsibility is to do that. As for Kellis right now, they're enjoying her time. Though as she grows on the team, she will realize, okay, it's not about just me enjoying this game, but it's also about shepherding the other players that come in. I mean, you spoke about how the Eagles won the two competitions with the youthful side. 
she's the lead of the pack. And at some point, she's going to have to shepherd that youth, her friends, her fellow players, in guiding them into international cricket, just like she's being guided by those that are, who have been in the game for, for, for years and years right now. How much pressure does it put on the other senior players of the women's team that a, a very youthful side was able to cobble together, not even cobble together. If you look at the the match against Rhinos, I, I remember I was at home and I was thinking, I'm going to go watch the match at 11 a.m. Uh, at Sunrise Sports Club. I wake up, the Eagles are really batting, and I'm like, Do they, are they batting first? <laughs> And this is a low school for batting first. You find out, no, they actually bowled, like comfortably bowled out rhinos who have got a, a stack of international players in, in their team. Does that put pressure on senior team players that, wait, they, the, the selectors might just believe in a couple more hundreds? <laughs> oh, look at this way, Larry. The current senior players were juniors at some point. Yeah. Okay. They had to do whatever it is that was required of them to put their hands up and prove that they belong. This is what exactly what Kinnis is doing. So I call it natural progression. I hope they also see it as that. Um, everyone plays a part. The senior players, they do play a part. The junior players, they do play a part. And hence, we always talk about that uh, good balance of a team with regards to your senior and your junior players. But yes, with regards to the game of, of, of cricket, it's a team sport, but up and above that, nobody is guaranteed a spot. Mm. And it's a game of numbers. If you're not doing the job as required, if you're not playing your role as required, if, not, if you don't have the stats as required, there's somebody in the lower ranks mm. who's, who, who the selectors and coaches feel is doing the job at the time. The team has to progress. So up and above that, the, the, even the senior players has to have to look at it as for the team first before anybody can say no that I've been here for for so 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 long a time no it's not about that it's about the team at the end of the day and with that in mind the uh, the fact that you know the senior players uh, that were in the team for Eagles you got uh, Christopher Jatonza you took four wickets in the in the finals and Kelly's got six and uh, Christopher got, got four, she's a senior player. And you also had good performances with back with from, um, I think it was Modesta and Pachigua as well. So that blend that Eagles have been able to put together bodes well for, 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 for the team, but also for how now other teams can start looking at how they can put, together, put their sides together. 100%, but I suppose uh, the one thing that works well for the Eagles is they've got numbers. Okay, So there's that development phase that also now needs to come in for the other teams. This is kind of a bit difficult, but if you're going to be successful and if you're going to have a team that is out there that needs to be competitive, they've got to look strongly in their development. Yes, they could be losing games now, but as long as they're putting in numbers, bringing in numbers, at some point it will pay off. You've got to strongly look at that development. I know that Looking at Zimbabwe cricket, one of their main focus is to try and develop younger uh, lady players, So, which is a good start. So up and above that, they now have these domestic games, and that is where it all starts. So kudos to the powers that be in making sure that the girls' game is not just about the national team, but also starting from grassroots going up. And then with that in mind, I do think there is an opportunity that exists uh, for when you look at it, um, the, the the development of 
you know, like I just figured out there's another Nidaya, for example, from uh, from from Quaker. That family is just giving us players down in Nidaya. So now you the there's now less pressure for um, other you know franchises to think that they have to retain senior players most of the time. Not to say there's anything wrong with senior players because you can't beat experience. Experience is always going to be important. And if you look at it, even with the dismal performance of Rhinos, Ashton Delia was the top scorer. Um, it shows that there is a lot of uh, space for uh, for experience. But if we're seeing that model, your Mountaineers and all those other teams feel that they can go ahead and, you know, throw in young people and not feel that it's too big a risk because they're seen as success models in my house. Look, at the other day, look, any team is built on the, uh, on the on a drive and a direction you want to go, okay? Up and above that, the level and standard of cricket you want to play, right? The game has moved on, okay? You've, the game is fast-paced. You need players who are athletic, players who are agile, players who can move around, players who are fit. So, generally, even if you look at uh, how the national team is going, and remember there was a time when, uh, when Lau was, was the head coach, how he brought in the likes of Wesley Madeira, you know, Dionashimani, you Dion Myers, the young boys. It's just to make sure that guys are keeping up with the standard of play at international level yeah. that is required. So pretty much that is the model that should be put into these domestic teams. Okay, gentlemen, ladies, we need to drive in a certain direction. We want to play a certain brand of cricket because it is what is required at international level. At this moment in time, there's no point in uh, practicing and doing things that uh, do not resonate with what's required at international level. Because yeah. what it means when those players get to international level, they can't step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of international level, the Zimbabwe captain, uh, women captain, Marianne Musonda, went to the the uh, what's called it the fair break invita invitation it was the second year they won it last year this year this year their team didn't do so well she's now in in Ireland um, where she's playing for the Scorchers in the I think they call it the Super Series the 20 so the, 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 she's played two matches top score in, every, in both matches her team has won playing in those multiple conditions and besides of course the financial the perks it comes with and the inspiration that it will have for other players to feel if they perform then they can also get those kinds of contracts for her game because she's still 31 if we've got Precious Valango who's close to 14 still playing so there's still quite a, quite, quite a bit of cricket barring injuries you different conditions how does that develop her as a player and what you can trans transfer to the younger players well you're only as good as your ability to come outside of your comfort zone Zimbabwe is her comfort zone. She pretty much understands these conditions. She pretty much knows all the players. So she can come here and dominate quite easily. But what she's learned from the competitions that she's played outside, it's immense. You're learning the game from other players. You're learning their line of thoughts, how they see the game, how they approach the game, their professionalism. And the team culture. And the team cultures. You get to meet other coaches. They tell you, they analyze you, they see you. They twinkle things, yes, but at the end of the day, it's up to you to take it or not. But it's just your 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 your, your cricket bank that is growing, growing, growing. So, when, imagine when she comes back, ladies, 
we need to do this better. Ladies, we need to do this better. Ladies, we need to do this better. It's all for the development of Zimbabwe at the end of the day. So it, it's all about also getting players up to your level. I mean, how would it feel knowing that perhaps one day Kellis as well has been selected to play for uh, perhaps another franchise out there? That's two players now. You come back, you've got two superstars in the team. Hopefully another player comes up, two, three. I mean, that's how the game of cricket evolves and that's how other teams, when those players go back to their home teams, also raise the standard of cricket in their domestic structures. Yeah, well, we, that's all the time we have for today. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the T10 tournament. We can talk about that because that's going to be exciting. Come to Zimbabwe. Well, yeah, it's a short format, but uh, it's, uh, it takes it's a lot of time. be fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then also we're going to talk about um, the the, the, four, the second four-day match. We'll, we've gotten close to the conclusion by then. And also going to talk about, uh, hopefully by then, we'll, there might be a draw that is out. And then maybe fixtures, and then we start really going into the teams as they are. Uh, the podcast is available on uh, any platform. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Your subscriptions make sure that we get higher ratings on platforms such as Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and and all those uh, platforms. So just subscribe. Uh, also go to www.3-mob.com. What it does we'll be giving you updates as far as the cricket, uh, the game of cricket across the country as it happens six one days after every six well, of the, one of the six one days that are going to be taking place the first one being at Takashinga excited that Takashinga is getting back online that's a very great ground to, for cricket it's in the in the hood so it's really a great place to play cricket it's a place that you've also um, been to a couple of times <laughs> not only been to I played for I was being politically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you say yeah Okay, well, I did it a few times. I was a few times. I ran fifty. <laughs> yeah, like you say, it's, it's it's good to see a place like Tengashinga hosting a list day match, and, and it will host qualifiers, qualifiers as well. I mean, Pakistan Shaheen's a, a very good side, and we're good to see how the locals will have an opportunity to come down and experience a high level game of this nature. But importantly for me, the splendid work that has happened at Tengashinga with regards to the wickets also being redone, so also looking forward to see how those wickets will perform. Yeah. So yeah. So Stato, you know, on social media, you can get me on my IG. I know you've been putting pressure on me. Yeah, but, uh, you can get me on Cheers forever on my IG. That's yeah, now he's a, forever is like spouting regular. It's not like EVA. Four EVA. It's like a Cheers four number EVA. You see, I knew that was going to be a remix of creativity that happens in there. Uh, otherwise, take care of yourself and the people that you love. My name is Larry Green and I stay tuned. Uh, the game of cricket is exciting in Zimbabwe. We're getting very exciting fates. Qualifiers here. Club cricket happens. Go to the Zimbabwe Cricket app, app and just go and support your local club cricket. Club cricket, cricket even as far as Bindura. Uh, so if you're in Bindura and you listen to the podcast, go and check out cricket. But you can follow it on the app uh, and as far as that comes. Thanks a lot. See, talk to you next time. See you soon, Larry. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 